0: All right, so first recording on a brand new um, install of Windows. I am dead tired. I have a glass of wine. I am ready to f- and party.
1: Hello and welcome to the Magic Winx Clubhouse, a podcast where two best friends get together and recap every episode of the Italian Magical Girl series Winx Club. I'm Brendan, fairy of the surging sea.
0: And I'm Tess, fairy of the Rolling Stones.
1: Today we're watching Season 1, Episode 22, Storming Cloud Tower. The original Italian title was The Attack on Alfea and aired March 17th, 2004, And the 4Kids dub title was Mission to Cloud Tower, and aired November 13th, 2004.
0: Hold on, which was The Return of Riven? (laughs) Because I distinctly remember the title card saying Il Returno de Riven.
1: Uh, I'm just going by what was on the wiki, so... Probably this one. Okay. All right, listeners, uh, let's just jump right into the summary, because it's been an interesting uh, month for the country. Uh, Black Lives Matter. If you disagree, stop listening to the podcast and educate yourself.
0: We'll talk about it later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we begin with the specialists and Winx landing at Alfea, and the Winx have apparently changed back into their civilian clothes.
0: And an effect that looks really, really bad. It's
1: 2004 CG and they don't have a lot of money.
0: The cartoons are running out of a CG ship, so they just kind of appear.
1: They are greeted by Saladin and Faragonda. And uh, Sky informs Saladin that the rescue mission was a success, obviously.
0: <laughs> because you can see the girls we rescued.
1: So we get a little bit of a lay of the land, and Kiko is in the courtyard playing Leapfrog with Pepe, and it's actually a little bit cute.
0: But Kiko is saying his name. So Kiko is a Pokemon.
1: Pepe is just quacking. Uh, Musa wonders how Pepe even got to Alfia, and that's when Nut comes into frame. Uh, The Winks like, basically square up, but Saladin explains that uh, he's... A good guy now. And this is when the Winks learned that Red Fountain has been destroyed. And according to Farragonda in the Cinaloom dub, the magic dimension as a whole lies in ruin, which was pretty fast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the magic's dimension, otherwise known as downtown magic's and nothing else.
1: <laughs> yeah, ma- downtown magic's, the suburbs. Juness has been flattened.
0: Oh no, every day's not great! <laughs> Red Fountain was destroyed, so the boys will be staying here for now. And then the girls giggle, and I'm like, don't- A bad thing just happened.
1: <laughs> Look, they're 16, okay? They haven't seen boys in ages. Girls, get your head in the game.
0: Gotta get your get you, get you, get you head in the game.
1: So, with the specialists reinforcing Alfia, basically, it's time to start preparing to actually fight the tricks. And that is when we transition to Cloud Tower, and Riven is sitting in a prison cell.
0: I half expected him to have, like, a harmonica or something.
1: So at Cloud Tower, where Riven is a sad man in a sad little can, (laughs) uh, Darcy and Stormy start tormenting him with illusions.
0: It's a mental breakdown! Do-do-do-do!
1: Uh, So, they basically conjure this, like, melting zombie monster that...
0: Well, first they summon, like, seven or eight ribbons that turn into seven or eight melty monsters that melt and then form one giant monster. Uh,
1: Apparently, this is... Because the it's not very clear, the show thankfully states that the metaphor is that this monster is what Riven is supposedly like on the inside, and to uh, take the metaphor further, it's literally mirroring all of his movements. I uh, but Riven <laughs>
0: I'm starting to feel kind of bad for him. I don't like this.
1: Hey Tess, what's up? I am the goo zombie, the true self.
0: When will my reflection show?
1: Goo I, I am inside. <laughs> <laughs> You're not me. And then he has a boss fight with Shadow Riven. I I bought Persona 4 Golden on Steam, so my brain is all Persona right now. Uh, Also, my favorite thing about this whole, uh, is like, as soon as the hollow Rivens pop in, Riven acts like a bird that saw its reflection, and he just like, (laughs) squares up. He's ready to fight these other Rivens. Who is
0: that dog? And why does he look like me?
1: (laughs) But instead of denying it and leading to a boss fight that's a uh, metaphor for uh, confronting and accepting your internal traumas, Riven literally just stands up to this... monster like an adult because he knows there are a lot of things that he doesn't like about himself he has a heart supposedly and do you and he also says that even though he's done a lot of things he regrets and he doubts they'll ever forgive him he has friends supposedly but uh, he has convinced his shadow that he's accepted it so it fades away Riven gets his persona
0: and then Philemon shows up for some reason
1: A blue butterfly leads him to the cell across the way, except instead of a blue butterfly, it's, uh, Griffin.
0: (laughs) So, the lock is on the inside of his cell for some reason.
1: Well, locks have two sides. It's just- I-
0: I know, but you're not usually- if it's a jail cell, which this ostensibly is, you're not supposed to be able to pick the lock from the inside-
1: I guess the the tricks counted a little bit too hard on being able to totally psychologically break him. And they also left a convenient lockpick shaped scrap of metal on the floor. Uh, because you get to take one lockpick with you to prison. That's Skyrim rules.
0: Someone made him a cake. Put a file inside of it.
1: So he... Uh, he unlocks his cell, and he goes over to the cell across from him, because he's been locked up right across from Miss Griffin and a bunch of Cloud Tower students. And he tries to lockpick their cell, but Griffin tells him that's a waste of time, because if it was that easy, she could have done it herself a long time ago. (laughs) So Icy's put a puzzle lock on their door, basically. Um, I guess it's the Towers of Hanoi situation, and nobody wants to do that. Oh right I have a note here that uh, Riven remembers he has points in lock picking and after that my note says trap straight ahead boom. <laughs> uh, so it is a magic lock on Griffin's cell door and they have and she has some of her students brewing a potion that will help her get around this locks this locks. Yes, this delicious smoked salmon shaved paper thin. They're brewing a potion, but I don't know what they're putting in there. I don't think I want to know. And I also don't know. Well, actually, that bucket was probably already in there. That's a that's a chamber pot. And they're stirring it with some kind of mop.
0: (laughs) Miss Griffin and the chamber pot of secrets. (laughs) Real quick, and four kids, they just cut Riven's mental breakdown. So he just kind of leaves.
1: Yeah, he just remembers, hey, wait, they taught us how to break out of jail in school.
0: And, um, they all- in four kids, they also have Griffin helping Riven to pick the lock, and I'm like, let him have this.
1: Like, this is the episode where he stops being such a massive tool. But he's starting to get better.
0: He's still a tool. Just not as big of a one.
1: So, uh, Riven- uh, has his moment with griffin and then some goopy bug noises uh. start up apparently these things are called scrapers
0: in sydilume in four kids they're bile sentries
1: i thought it's- it was vile with a v
0: i heard bile but if they touch riven he turns to rock
1: rot like he's just gonna decay
0: the bile sentries turn him into rocks
1: perfect they turn you into one giant gallstone. Ooh. Tonsil stone! Ugh. So Riven starts running down the halls, and he like he gets up the stairs, out of the dungeon, he gets into a corridor, but the only exit is an open window. And he looks out of it and he is like a few stories off the ground, like way more than you would be able to survive. But there's, you know, no other option other than get eaten by a bunch of goopy bugs, so he takes the plunge. Uh, Riven jumps out of a window. Rest in pieces, dude.
0: We hardly knew ye. So in Four Kids, they did the thing that I don't like. Like, I get it, but the entire time he's just talking.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like reciting like the first chapter of a survival textbook to himself.
0: If if they just added, okay, Riven, think. What did we re- What did we learn in X Y Z class? Right, but not the entire freaking lesson. Come on, Riven. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Jump. <laughs> Inertia is a property of matter. <laughs> bill 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 nye the science guy
1: Uh, after riven takes the big jump we go to farragonda's office and sky's spidey senses are tingling he can tell riven is in trouble but what's more important than that is the fact that uh farragonda and saladin have accepted a plan that Bloom has proposed for retrieving the dragon flame that she has not told anybody else.
0: And for kids, this is the second scene.
1: So Bloom just wants to straight up storm Cloud Tower because you know, only an idiot would storm Cloud Tower and Bloom points out that's exactly why they should do it. The Trix would never suspect someone would be stupid enough to just you know, mosey on up in there. And conveniently, the writers remember the underground tunnel system once again, so Nut has volunteered to lead the Winx through to Cloud Tower, even the last time they just needed Tecna.
0: And last time it was a straight line!
1: This time it's the Catacombs from Atlantis the Lost Empire. So, uh, Stella arrives just in time to say that the mission is... You know it's like a suicide mission, but Bloom's willing to take the risk in order to stop the tricks, since what else am if I they gonna do? do? No- yeah, if they do nothing, the tricks win, and at least if they do this, sure they might all die horribly, but at least they tried.
0: I love it for kids. it's like, oh, Techna, you're crying, and then Tecna's just like in as many words, it's because Bloom is probably gonna die.
1: I think she actually says something like, the probability of your survival is very, very low.
0: Right, yeah, so Bloom is probably going to die.
1: Musa, Tecna, and Flora are being left behind because their power sets are a little bit more defensive. Which, two out of three I'd agree with. Musa is a little bit more of a mixed caster. is like, a gimmick-based spellcaster, Musa can do a little bit of everything, and... It looks like Flora, from everything we've seen, is like shield based almost, and um, so you're saying so you're, constriction. So
0: you're saying Muse is the red mage.
1: Yeah, Muse is a red mage. Tekna is a blue mage, and Flora is a tank. A dr- Flora's yeah. Weirdly enough, Flora is like a a secondary tank. So outside the sky is. Turning green again, like the last time the castle was attacked. So it is time for Bloom, Stella, Brandon, and Sky to leave.
0: And also Nut.
1: Yeah, they're. Oh, and Nut. Uh, they're leaving Timmy behind, too. Timmy has a gun. Yeah, he's basically an archer. <laughs> uh, so there's a brief scene here in Cloud Tower's throne room. Uh, where icy is apparently angry that riven has flung himself from the uh highest point of the tallest tower <laughs> because but i can't tell if she's mad that she lost leverage against like sky i guess maybe or like
0: they she lost and her sisters thing.
1: yeah they lost their favorite toy <laughs> Uh, Stormy and Darcy admit they wanted to watch him squirm a little bit more, but Icy redirects them to the more important task of destroying Alfea. So she has Stormy and Darcy start chanting in Latin. As is Icy it Latin calls for or is cre- it fake Latin? That is literal, that is actual Latin.
0: Oh. They actually summoned a demon in that recording booth.
1: What I could pick out was Obscuro tenebrarum, which basically means, like, hidden shadow- no, that would be a cultum tenebrarum obscuro is another like obscure it's that root word um, so it's also something like murky darkness but you know when when you're saying words like that in latin it's going to go well
0: instant alum it's just the repeated one recording in four kids they make it hardcore or as hardcore as english can be
1: i feel like it would be flow a little bit better in Sinloom if it didn't sound like it was
0: someone was just know. hitting the same button on a soundboard
1: yeah if they tried to throw some sort of rhythm or something to the <laughs> chanting but she said some words that were so strange to me
0: let the screams of a thousand years be heard again and the terror of the night erase all day everything that has rotted through time rise up and join the army of decay
1: I kind of like the idea that these things are just made of entropy. Ugh. So they this summons like a whole bunch of shadow monsters. And Ugh. they start heading directly for Alphea. So as these, uh, like th- this horde of like f- monsters darkens the sky. So it's really easy to see them coming.
0: I did not need a close up of that thing's crotch. Or the jaw, like the two monsters that like zoom up. It's like That one that has like Nosferatu, uh, like beaver jaw.
1: Yeah, the flying manta rays have like rat teeth.
0: The uh, red fountain guy who, you know, sounds the alarm of blowing a French horn looked neat.
1: Yeah, more background character designs that are really cool. Some specialists in the courtyard uh, get in formation, ignite their lightsabers... Bloom says goodbye to everybody. They have a group hug. Tecna feels a genuine human emotion.
0: Flora says break a leg.
1: And Brand- So they're outside (laughs) by a well. And Brandon pops up out of it like a gopher. Hello! To inform them- To inform Bloom and Stella that Nut has found a secure route. Which is a lie.
0: (laughs) Or so he claims.
1: Um, and- Instead of- well, I guess this might have been how they got in the tunnels last time, but I'm pretty sure- No, the- because the- the route the tricks took put them in Alphea's basement, so I guess this is just another access point. Somebody played the Song of Storms at the windmill in the well-drained.
0: And that guy got
1: mad! So, uh, the Horde advances in Alphea, specialists and fairies start bombarding it.
0: One of the fairies looks like
1: Pocahontas- Well, can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Would you want to? Hologram Murda is projecting out of the pumpkin to watch this battle.
0: And then to distract Flora and then remind her that she's still fighting.
1: Yeah, she distracts Flora and, like, a monster nearly gets her, but Hollow Murda throws up a shield is the implication. Because there's like this purple wall of magic that protects Flora, so I guess that was Murta. Kiko and Pepe get chased around. Professor Kota Torta saves them, and this <laughs> is when the Winks decide to transform.
0: Um, that punch was everything. Also, I think Kiko might be in love with Koda Torta.
1: He's very handsome. I, I just felt the look you gave your microphone.
0: It's weird that Coda Torda. Can't, like. This was a weird. I liked the scene, but it was a weird scene.
1: It was very well done. I would say it is. It a is, B. Plus. It's a good action scene without feeling like it. Like, the action scenes in the last few episodes that it felt like they went on, like, a skosh too long. Like the, uh, like the siege on Red Fountain felt like it lasted forever. Yeah! Uh, So down in the tunnels, Nut is leading the rest of the party with a torch. And, uh, as they walk, Stella has finally found the time to talk to Brandon about the whole Sky Switcheroo situation-
0: but this feels like it is not the right time.
1: This is definitely not the right time to talk about this.
0: So you're not a prince.
1: Is that a deal breaker?
0: Never said it was, but
1: Stella says that they will talk about their relationship once they've taken care of business. Oh even real though quick. she started this conversation.
0: <laughs> real quick, um I something I missed um in four kids a little earlier. During, you know, the fairies and the specialists fighting the army. Farragonda's calling out, like, Lacrosse team! Prom committee! Do this! I'm like, what if someone's on multiple school activity teams? I mean, I played softball and was in theater during high school. What would I do?
1: Okay, so you need to remember, did you join the basketball team or the football team? Are you in the school band or the drama club?
0: The soccer team, Brendan.
1: Signs of love.
0: In Four Kids, going back to Brandon and Stella talking about their relationship at a very inopportune time, Brandon takes this time to ask Stella out?
1: Yeah, he asks if she wants to go to a movie.
0: And the seller replies, "I don't know. I've never dated someone who wasn't a prince." And then the sozeta no. I never said that. We just need to take it slow. First, the movie. Then we'll see what happens.
1: So Nut just kind of stops because he says he feels like they're not alone. He feels like they're being watched because they actually are. Because we cut out from that because Icy is watching the adventure party through a weird eye-shaped crystal ball with spider legs. This is. This scene is moved to the very end of the Four Kids episode.
0: Yeah. This is extra.
1: Well, you see, Stormy and Darcy are frustrated that, you know, they're trying to sneak into Cloud Tower, but Icy says all is going according to Keikaku, and Keikaku means plan. Uh, Icy displays the classical flaw of hubris. Because she wants to draw out the war as long as she can, just so Alfea can suffer in their defeat against a never-ending wave of monsters. Which, of course, gives our heroes all the time in the world to actually defeat her if she's never going to finish it.
0: She did the Winx equivalent of, this battle's going alright, monster, take care of this!
1: So back in the tunnels, the party reaches a three-way intersection. And Nut has no idea which way is the correct one. And Stella says that Nut has led them through 14 death traps in the last half hour. I would have loved to see those 14 death traps. To be fair, there's no rogues in this party. The rogue is on his way. Bloom tells Nut to sniff with his special nose. So he leads them down one of the the paths, only to immediately run the other way because they are being chased by blob
0: monsters
1: (sighs) this starts a scooby-doo shenanigans montage of the party triggering traps (laughs) so obviously for this entire thing uh nut pulls a phonograph out of his briefcase it plays a motown inspired specific musical number everybody dances um everybody
0: scooby-doo scooby-doo
1: Uh, Nut gets trapped in a glue pit. Uh, Everybody finds the devil's snare. And this one, I'm pretty sure, is a deliberate Harry Potter reference.
0: They do that thing where they find a bunch of doors down a hallway and all run through different ones in a completely impractical way. Uh,
1: But this all ends with Nut leaning against a wall, doesn't know where they are, thinks he smells something familiar falls through the wall, and they land in the dump of Cloud Tower.
0: I mean, if it works, it works.
1: So they're in the trash. Uh, They're in the landfill long enough to be attacked by trash-eating giant beetles.
0: Which would be very cool to have. I wonder what they poop.
1: (laughs) Just cubes. Like, trash cubes.
0: Is it a wall E situation?
1: Basically. Uh, the bugs attack but the problem is apparently the tricks will be able to tell if one of these beetles is destroyed so if they get rid of them they'll blow their cover and Ugh, that is when in... a big pink beetle with a with a nice hat tries to eat nut.
0: in four kids um, if they destroy a beetle it will make a stench bomb for a 30 mile radius.
1: Bloom tries to defend herself with a piece of steel rebar. So
0: I guess she's really glad she took kendo lessons in her weeaboo phase.
1: Well, she seems to do pretty well when given blunt objects. Sky gets grabbed by the big pink bug with a nice hat. Uh, Brandon almost throws his lightsaber javelin, but gets too worried he's going to skewer Sky instead of hitting the bug.
0: I mean, fair.
1: Sky gets saved when a mysterious cloaked man leaps in, wrangles the beetle, and, like, shoots it with a laser.
0: She had two sticks! Kept whirling them around!
1: Do these, sticks, Did these have sticks have a whistling make... sound? <laughs> <laughs> I like that to do the Ivan Ooze voice, you just go like this, and you know exactly what mouth motion I'm making. You talk with your jowls. Interrupt
0: me again, you'll be chicken wings in the morning
1: unsurprisingly this cloaked man is riven who is still alive and rightfully in the dump he's yeah he's in the garbage where he belongs <laughs> and apparently uh he did not die a very messy death because the same thing happened to him that happened to bloom when she fell down that ravine on domino riven hit the wall so he just like broke his momentum and then he slid the rest of the way down
0: more like he broke his back my god Uh, In 4Kids, he used his cape to slow down his descent, even though he clearly didn't.
1: Apparently, the Red Fountain capes are uh, short-distance gliding devices in the 4Kids dub.
0: I mean, work.
1: I guess it was made by Wayne Enterprise. Apparently, he has been surviving in this dump for half of a day before the rest of the team showed up.
0: 11 minutes
1: yeah he's been there 10 minutes but he's already managed to put together a garbage cloak i'm a trash man skiddly beep bop beep bop bop <laughs> there is a kind of important development here though he apologizes riven actually says the words i am sorry to sky and brandon for being such a huge tool
0: and they very quickly accept his apology, but it's 4Kids, and if someone says sorry, they mean it.
1: Oh, well, I think children's media in general. Though, I feel like in 4Kids it's easier to accept because he was magic brainwashed. Unlike in the original Italian and in Sinelum, where he was willingly being a dink. Also, from the dump, they get back into the tunnels, somehow... They don't really show how, they just transition from the dump to walking around in the, like, raw stone catacombs.
0: Smelling surprisingly like garbage. Uh,
1: But Nut has apparently found the tunnel that leads directly into Cloud Tower, and the episode ends with the party advancing forward into the darkness. Woo 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 woo. So that's the end of our episode. It is time to decide our best moment, our worst moment, and crown the MVP of the episode. Tess, what is your best moment? It is I, the Brandon of the Well. My best moment of this episode was actually Riven getting some character development. That was really good, but
0: I <laughs> yeah, the bus Brandon of the Well.
1: Uh, what's your worst moment of the episode?
0: Uh. Um, you know, this was actually a really good episode. I'm not. Okay, yep. Yeah, um, my worst moment is going to be Stella bringing up their relationship during what is essentially a death mission.
1: Um, my worst moment was the unexplained bout of Spidey Sense. Because <laughs> as soon as Riven jumped out of that window, Sky got a weird feeling. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was bad. That was weird. Probably never gonna come up again.
0: Oh, absolutely not.
1: Uh who's your MVP for the episode?
0: Um uh... Kota Torta for that sick punch.
1: I'm actually gonna give it to Riven.
0: I really didn't want to. Uh, I'm changing it to Riven.
1: Look, he's 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 making an effort. What universe is this? Uh, the universe where the show is coming to an end and they don't know if they're getting a season two. Hey! All right. Thank you for joining us this week at the Clubhouse. Wow,
0: well, this was a short
1: episode. If you'd like to follow me, Brendan, on Twitter, you can find me at Sonata Waves. S O N A T A W A V E S. Twitter name Brendan of House Hangry. Look for the icon of Gem, of Gem and the Holograms.
0: Okay, I guess we're doing this now. Um you can find me, Tess, on Twitter at Pocky Slice. That is Pocky, like the delicious Japanese snack. Slice as in a slice of pie. Um I guess display name is Tess, but inside. And my picture is um the robot from Metropolis?
1: Currently. Yeah. Yeah, the the evil Maria from class, from the original sci-fi film, Metropolis.
0: Doing the sexiest dance known to man.
1: To, if you want to follow the show on Twitter to get updates, you can follow us at MagicWinksPod. That is MagicWinksPod.
0: You can email us at MagicWinksClubhouse at gmail.com. That is the name of this podcast at gmail.com. No spaces.
1: If you listen on a platform that accommodates ratings and reviews, please leave us one.
0: I am going to sleep for 700 hours.
1: And with that, I believe we're done here for the day. So join us next fortnight, where we are going to be watching episode 23, Power Play. Pow! 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 Yeah, the season is uh winding up for the big final battle. So I'm very interested to see how they're going to pad this out. Alright, so with that meeting adjourned. Open your eyes, open your mind! Dark. It is time for you to rise, Ordoth Obscuro Tenebrarum. Orodoth Obscuro Tenebrarum. Ordoth Obscuro Tenebrarum. Ordoth Obscuro Tenebrarum. Ordoth Obscuro Tenebrarum.
0: Rise up from tenebrora. the deep. Emerge from the abyss.